0: Hi. Thanks for tuning in. This is Drugist for the People. This podcast will contain my feelings and opinions and uh, stories from from my practice in pharmacy, but none of this should be taken as just hardcore fact. This is more about stimulating questions that you can then take to your pharmacist and your doctor and your healthcare team uh, to help you better understand and participate in your care. And once again... Just a little reminder, if you're looking for medical advice, diagnosis, treatment, you won't find it here. You need to use your healthcare professional for that. Today, Carol, people, is with me. Hello, Carol.
1: Hello.
0: I got a... Uh, well, every topic is important, but here's one. True. <laughs> it's, it's, something, something unusual. We've got something <laughs> important to talk about. Uh, airs, and they're... Um, correlation with like emergency room admissions? Yeah.
1: So med errors for the non-medical people in the crowd you're talking about errors with medicines, correct?
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is correct. Before the before we cleared the launch pad, we,
1: <laughs> we well, I just
0: No, know. I know. That's a good point. It's medication errors <laughs> um And the correlation or when they might lead to an emergency room visit,
1: Mm -hmm. how often
0: that happens, and ultimately when they might lead to hospitalization. And that's – these are obviously things we don't want. (laughs) Yeah, right, right. Um, So that's what we're going to talk about. It's come up. A few listeners have asked about it. And then I hear stories in the the pharmacy world. So I thought we'd we'd talk about it a little bit. Um, One – One case in particular, a pharmacist received a uh, script, a digital script, um, from a doctor for a one-year-old for oral birth control pills. (laughs) Hmm. (laughs) Her response to the uh, doctor's office was two words, try again. (laughs) 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 The... I think it's it's a good point here to say you know a lot of efforts have been done in the past to you know doctors handwriting is notoriously bad It's been. oh
1: yeah it's like a requisite for going into the profession isn't it
0: uh huh and mine's not very good either
1: <laughs> no <laughs> so it's I could, not.
0: quit trying in the fourth grade if I couldn't couldn't fix it then
1: <laughs> love notes going, <laughs> what what is he trying to say
0: <laughs> only to you Carol <laughs> <laughs> so um, the uh. The idea that fixing how you write a script—you know—if you're actually doing it, where someone's going to see your your handwriting and uh, what abbreviations are appropriate—and mm-hmm. so now we can send these things. It's all on the computer. It should be just perfectly fine. But the problem is, you can hit a button and it goes to the wrong place. And it signs it to the wrong patient, or it's yeah. And so that is a MedAir. No harm.
1: Right. No and harm Nobody's done. intention. Nobody's intentionally doing that.
0: Right. Right. So there's. <clears> so <throat> you know, no harm from that one. Um, and then you know another case where a listener, um, was helping to take care of her mother mm-hmm. and went to the drugstore and there's a prescription that the pharmacist brings out for a medication that that she's not on, that the, the mother's not on. Yikes! Um, come to find out, contact the doctor. Uh, mistake. That was discontinued three years ago. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So, again, a med air. Now, how they just filled it, just, you know, if it's a caregiver who's not as involved, um, might just get that filled, put that bottle in with all the others. And then we have... problem. It was blood pressure in addition to the ones that the patient was on. um, Might have been a problem. Yeah. Yeah. So, again, this is the kind of thing we're talking about. Um, And so, there are responses. It can be... So the med errors are can be either of omission or commission, you know. So it's it, what you don't do can be a med error too. Makes sense? Yeah. Um and then the obvious commission these are things that pe- that, that are just done incorrectly. Mm-hmm. Um so when these kinds of things when we start looking at this we have to break it down. So it's can be due to the pharmacy, to the patient or to the provider, the 3 Ps, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um and so from my side, everything that we can do as pharmacists to try and make sure that these med errors don't occur, right? Um, and then providers, uh, how they write scripts, and when, again, a, a meta of omission can occur if given the condition of the patient, so whatever their disease state or diagnosis is, if there is a mandate, if there's, I don't want to say mandated, if there is a course of action that would be expected in mm-hmm. all of these patients and if they only are you know you only have that happening in 75 percent, those are med okay those, those would be considered med errors as well i have a question yeah
1: is is it part of the pharmacist's responsibility to sort of review the whole picture of what a patient is taking and look for that sort of thing, something that might be a duplication or if somebody's seeing more than one doctor and so they're getting scripts from more than one provider. Is that something that falls in the pharmacy's first level of responsibilities?
0: Sure. Yeah, and those are to that's to provide the best best care for the patient. And so if you really want to look at it that way, pharmacists spend their days preventing med errors, and that's true. Um,
1: I know that from you, but well, that's, it's, a, it's an important <laughs> thing, um,
0: you know, process to be occurring,
1: mm-hmm. but
0: that's also participating in medicine and just, you know, so if there's an issue, the physician is contacted mm-hmm. for clarification. Uh, sometimes the doc will be like, let's proceed. And mm-hmm. then you have, you might have precautions, extra monitoring that goes on. So mm-hmm. absolutely that occurs. And the whole point is to get that best drug at the best dose for that patient, not like an example of that. Um one listener had some back pain, uh, older gentleman, and so a prescription was called in for flexoril. Uh it's a muscle relaxant for him. Mm-hmm. But he's had some card um cardiac issues, blood pressure issues, number of number of uh things that he's dealing with. So I guess this is a good point to just mention there is a there's something called a beers criteria list, and this is uh it sounds it's spelled like the brew. And it's something for to just try and minimize the risk in using drugs in um, older folks, people 65 and older, that kind of thing. Um, there's a bunch of meds on it. But anyway, some of those things are um, will include uh, muscle relaxants and so that's to avoid falls and there's avoiding ina inacolinergics and lots of drug drug interactions. So it's a it's a great thing, but then anyway, this drug, this Flexeril, is on that Beers list, and um, when he went to the to the pharmacy, it was not filled because, given those those uh, his history, they felt like it wasn't something they should be doing. Okay, uh, You would know, increase fall risk, and he had had a knee replacement, all kinds of things, and uh, so what they needed to do was contact the physician confirm. That he was going, that he should get this prescription, which they did, mm-hmm. and they might have lowered the dose from like ten milligrams to five. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a case where the pharmacy was being very proactive. They should have, I think, gone ahead and contacted the physician instead of having the patient show up
1: and wait. Yeah,
0: right. Yeah. But the point, the the idea was, they were being cautious about this to prevent. A, poto- a potential uh med air.
1: Sure, cause no harm.
0: Yeah. And so med airs is when something is done incorrectly but you know, you it's a short step to thinking about uh drug related problems which are you know, just side effects and and things like that. Sure. So we're talking about med airs but you know any drug related problems um Sort of just is like a tail. It's it's connected to a lot of these things. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense?
1: Is there some? Yes, it does. Is there some onus on the people who are receiving the medications to kind of be aware, like if the pill looks different than it normally does, if you know, if all the pills in the bottle aren't the same, those kinds of things. Patients have some responsibility as well, right? They
0: have one hundred percent. Yeah, th- like. Um, let's not go blindly into this. And again, um, seems like a lot of our podcasts, this comes to light is the reason we're doing this is to empower people. Right. And so if you're like, are is it supposed to be a rainbow collection? (laughs) (laughs) No, it's not like chicklets in here.
1: (laughs) Pick a color, any color. All
0: right. So absolutely. It is their, their Mm -hmm. responsibility if they want to truly participate and if they care about themselves, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I hope you do. Mm-hmm. Um, and
1: also, I know we've talked about this on podcasts before, but you should make your doctor aware of any supplements you're taking too, correct?
0: Yes. Yeah, okay. but we're heading down another road there. Sorry, so that's I just... A, no, that's a good point, though. I, I like that. Um, I did want to just throw out some statistics a little bit before we head into what we can do. Um, so like one in seven uh, emergency department visits is due to uh, medication-related uh, events. Wow. Of of that fourteen point, it's around fourteen percent of that number. Thirty two percent were due to underuse or noncompliance of the medications. So oh. we have here, the MedAir would be considered omission uh-huh. in that it's what they didn't do, right? Um, that led to uh, right this emergency room uh, visit makes sense. So, um, you, I don't know. I don't get into like. Categorizing these things and losing sight of the important thing here. The important thing is that the medication is taken as it should and we get the benefits that we were hoping for and just really reduce the odds of of the um, negative uh, effects that might occur. So, obviously, MedAirs affects that. So, anyway, I thought that was interesting this this non compliance. Do you know? Well, if you had taken your anticoagulant or your you know, your blood pressure med or insulin your asthma or- med or insulin. Uh, it's right across right. the board, all those yeah. major disease states. <clears throat> um, so that's really important. And there's all kinds of reasons for people not doing that from um, it could be, I don't care. I forgot. It costs too much. Side um, there's effects. Side effects, intolerable. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, these things we talk about often, too. And in all those areas, um, talking with your pharmacist. -hmm. And your healthcare team, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: your physician, to try and fix the problem, and and that just that just means uh, participating. Yeah, that's right. So uh, this this I found a statistic that I thought was really interesting because I've worked in in hospital for quite a few years. Only, and I've done a lot of discharge counseling for patients. Only twenty seven point nine percent, so about twenty eight percent of patients could list their discharge meds.
1: I get when, that.
0: That's less than I a third. I, I know, but three? I
1: totally understand that. If you've had some major event and they come in right. and they say, that's, now remember, you're going to blah, 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 and it's a laundry list, I get how you could be, you know, you and I have been married for a very long time, and you will still throw out terms that I think, what did he just say? I don't 70, understand.
0: 73 years?
1: Okay. Wait, It's like 20 years underwater.
0: Whatever. Yeah. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> Here's this. Uh, this goes on. This part's uh, maybe even more interesting to me mm-hmm. because I just think if you're taking something, I mean, people know about their food and where it comes from and, and what you know that kind of thing. You pop it a pill. Um, even fewer than this 28% uh, could state the intended use of their meds, and I have seen this over and over. And maybe it's in part why i why we're doing this here now. Um, like, what is what's the white one for?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Uh Why? Why are you taking it? Well, Doc told me to take it. That's and I'm right. going to take it that's because right. the doctor knows best. That's and right. the doctor, I, I hope and believe, I'm hoping it does know best. It is out for your for your good. But it's like that's lisinopril,
1: right? Oh, I've Don't been you talk there. Like, that like to me? I, you know, I take a few things, and um, if if you ask me or if my doctor asks me, I'll say, well, it's the brown and white capsule because <laughs> I'm I'm not. All those sciencey names, I'm not good with that. Right. And most people aren't.
0: Right. This is where you get to journaling and using uh, sites where you can keep track of what you're taking and what it's for because, I know, it's like you you can forget the name of, your, of a show, you can forget the name of your drug, um, th- this kind of thing. It's a
1: different language yeah, for it lay is. people.
0: It is. But um, as a druggist. <laughs> 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 Like it's a
1: little blue pill that I 20, take. I take it on Wednesday. 29
0: percent. No, what what they're discharged as? I'm I'm, I'm pictured someone sitting on the side of the bed. Just let me out of here. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Don't be asking me this. Stuff. Where's
1: the car? I got the
0: list over here. I got a bag full of bottles. Get out of my That's
1: way. Your job, not this, my job.
0: That could be that could be some part of it too. You know? Oh I could, yeah. I, under what circumstances was the survey taken? Because you know, someone right. may have had a procedure, you know, right. some or sort. Or you just
1: had a baby happened. or you just, yeah, you know, a yeah. hundred things.
0: Yeah, that's true. Um, so here's another one, these these statistics that are interesting. These
1: are, are, are scary, by the way.
0: Yeah, I know. They're they're eye-openers, Carol. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're trying to do here. Medication use in the U.S. Mm-hmm. And, then, and around the planet, It's I think this is comparable. Uh, 81% of people surveyed took a med in the preceding week. Over three quarters of the people that you might meet, mm-hmm. if you ask them, "Have you taken anything from the preceding week on?" would say yes.
1: Oh, I believe that.
0: That's I, I thought that was amazing. Well, what's then-
1: interesting about that is you're including everybody from age zero to the grave. Correct.
0: Well, people in the grave can't take meds, <laughs> as far as I know. <laughs> we don't know for sure.
1: <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
0: For is a that bottle of aspirin, a- in there he's. <laughs>
1: That's a, that's right. a big no, group.
0: I know it is a big group. It's everybody, um, but that includes over the counter. So then, fifty percent took at least one prescription med. So half half the people. Well, that's amazing.
1: I, I'm not surprised by that.
0: But baby boomers. Yeah, we're in more, that taking zone. more meds. There's a lot of us.
1: <laughs> Does it count? Do you get extra points if you take more than one? <laughs>
0: No, but if you get to five or more, you're in. You're in Club Polypharmacy. Welcome. Watch your step. We. That's, right. <laughs> that's not funny. It's true, sort of but not it's funny. Not, Yeah, but all comedy you on some level is true. <laughs> so here we go, uh, and we'll talk about Polypharmacy a little bit. Oh, goody! I think that maybe that's our next dog. Polypharmacy. Well,
1: no. <laughs> no. No. No.
0: Not gonna it. All right. So. Um, We'll talk about real quickly a little bit about the incidents, and we've done a little bit of that of like the errors, how often they happen, and the, how many of those errors result in harm to the patient, um, and then the incidents of potentially death. Some someone really having. Yikes. So this is med errors. This doesn't. This is not just drug related problems that people are having but when there's a med air
1: so it was actually on the part of the provider or the pharmacy
0: right or correct? the well or the patient or so the the, patient. these are the three okay. elements that really we take a look at for where where did we go wrong okay so um
1: what's that terrible statistic
0: uh, well okay <laughs> so it's different for hospitals and like long term than it is for outpatients so we'll just look at that quickly in hospitals and long term Anywhere between eight and twenty-five percent. Um, you see, there's of med airs, which if you have someone in one of those facilities, that would that would concern you. Eight yeah. percent being the low end of that. But again, this Wait. includes when when we say this, this includes all those errors of emission.
1: Results in death? No, no, no. Oh, okay. Incidents we of heirs. About, Okay, I thought we oh, were talking no. about death. I hope, That's why I hope my the eyes listeners are didn't big. jump to
0: that either. No, no. no this is just the incidents of errors. Okay, and then we'll go incidents of harm. Okay, and then okay, then the big one, because the bad
1: one. Death. The intro led me to believe otherwise. Okay. What?
0: <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on. Okay, so um, the in-home rates. Is lower. It's like two percent, but up to thirty percent. So there's a, a lot of range here. So I, I'm not sure how that that variance when you do Wait, like that med- doesn't
1: make any sense to me.
0: Well, I mean, yeah, so so the answer for the errors in home. We just said eight to twenty five percent at home.
1: Meaning at your house. What what does that mean?
0: Yeah, for outpatients. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. So outpatients and they okay. usually would take their meds. Okay. I guess at home, if, okay. they're, if they're there.
1: We're getting all tangled up, sorry.
0: <laughs> I store my meds in the glove box and take them home. We, <laughs> that's not a good idea either. because no. It's hot and cold there. Um, so, anyway, outpatients. So, anywhere between 2 and 33%, a ridiculous huge uh, range, I know. But it's a little less, but still not uncommon to have these med errors occurring. Um, and for at home the most common cause are taking the wrong dose missing a dose so again there's it's considered a med error if someone's like i'm i'm not taking my blood pressure this morning or forgets mm-hmm. um so you you think wrong you know med error mm-hmm. well they're they're including these mm-hmm. omissions and um wrong meds. so these things are the most common things that happen for outpatients um let's see so, so
1: how many people die a year? What percentage well, let me, die?
0: Okay, so for the ones that, when we talk about all these med errors, for just when there's harm, when there's some adverse effect that the patient needs to be treated for, so it can be a variety of things, um, less than one percent of those med errors result in harm.
1: Okay, that's yeah, so better. That,
0: that's that's much better. Um, and then for death, for outpatient related deaths due to med errors, it's one in one hundred and thirty-one. Yeah. So, Not
1: 131,131.
0: 131. Right. And so, for inpatients, it's one out of 854. I know those numbers um, are alarming, and I suppose they should be, because this is the point of what we're talking about today, is to, what can we do to lessen the chances of having a medication error that could lead to um, some kind of harm or worse, death, so... Uh, what we've done here on this first half of the, of this podcast is, is just go over, um, how these things, you know, the instance of, of this happening and what meds it happens with and this kind of thing. Um, and we're going to take a little break and, um, part two, we're going to actually just cover what it is that you can specifically do to, um, minimize the chances of this happening. Cause we all know that two air is human, but, um, let's not. (laughs) So we'll pick it up in part two. I appreciate you listening. This has been and will be Druggists for the People.